Hear ye, hear ye. You are now listening to the King Culture Podcast with your host, Tig Thomas. It is the coronation of King Culture. I'm your host, Tig Thomas. And for the first episode, I had to bring in my homeboy, Chris Henry. I've been knowing him close to 10 years. Uh, he's a, a good friend of mine. Uh, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, yo, yo, yo. This is your boy, Chris Henry, a.k.a. Shoe. How y'all feeling? I hope y'all ready for this great, great, great talk we about to have today. That, that was really aggressive. And um, I hope you didn't scare off any of our white listeners because I don't know what that was about. Um, I'm really glad we finally got this done. I did not understand how hard doing the podcast was until I tried to do it the right way. I've done it a few times. But to actually put the effort in, try to make it sound good and, and, and somewhat professional, hopefully it comes across that way. But, uh, Shook, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Man, the pleasure is all mine, young blood. Well, I, I had to get you on, on the first episode because the one of the biggest topics that I wanted to discuss was one of your favorite people on earth which is the, the light-skinned messiah, Aubrey. Oh, yeah, man. That's my role model. And so because I needed to talk to you about that, I had to get you on. Before we get into the, the major loss that your <laughs> homeboy took, uh, loss you... that, that LA law stands for light-skinned. Uh, well, I mean, hey, uh, that might be true. And 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 light skin, yo, you know the 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 fans of most folks out here, the people who love Aubrey, they will defend him, and he's probably gonna win. The, this is this is the funny thing about Aubrey's probably gonna win the summer. He's probably still gonna win, but at the end of the day, he took an L right now. He's taking an L right now. Like that's that's what's the most important thing. He might win the war, but he lost this battle. So I'm rejoicing. But but before I get into that, why don't you tell the people more about yourself? You 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 a barber, you cut hair in Houston. Uh what's it like being, you know, what what's it like being a barber in a town like Houston? A barber in a city like Houston. Well, town, but uh being a barber, I meet so many people. I meet your 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 your, your pimps, the best drug dealers. I meet lawyers. I I meet all type of people that sit in my chair and get faded. It's a great experience. I meet single mothers that try to hit on me, and I meet some of the bad kids of the future. 
So it's all a great experience. I feel like each time I cut somebody hair, I feel I feel a bond. Like you'll never forget me after you get out of my chair. So being a barber in the city of Houston, it's a great feeling. It's a big city. You're gonna meet any and every type of person. So just be prepared. You always gotta be prepared, but it's a great feeling. Now, you know, some people might not know this about you, but you are an aspiring comedian. <laughs> I, I would I would say I, I am an aspiring comedian, but I would like to say I don't have my sense of humor is not like everybody's. I would say it's more of a it's kind of disrespectful and a bit offensive. It depends on who the joke is being told to. You know, I, I like to listen to like Corey Holcomb and Lil Duval and comedians of that stature. So it's it's be inspiring comedian that I am. I love to see people laugh and laugh at the random stuff I think about and what happened in my life. It's a beautiful thing. Well, well, what's what's one of the funnier moments you've had at, at the barbershop? The funniest moment I had at the barbershop when I mean, and you can change. Uh, make sure you keep the names, size, you know, keep protect the innocent. That's all I want to tell you. Let me give I got. You. Let's change I names. We don't want. We don't want anybody on Front Street. We don't want to break up no happy homes. We just, you know, we just here for the jokes. Uh, I, it's so many. It's so many funny things. It's hard to put in one because some are just too. You know, so you got to be in a barbershop for it. It's, I can't explain it right now. It's hard to explain. Uh, I know, I, you know, sometimes one of the things I find funny about barbershops, and you tell me if you if you, if you agree with this, is the dudes that bring their girl to the barbershop. Oh, man. That, that's what I can say, man. It is so funny when dudes bring their girl, and dudes know their girl got their backside on them, but they do not want their girl to walk out that door. Like I see dudes, their girl they let their girl walk out first, then they walk behind them. So can't nobody watch their girl walk out the barbershop. And it's so funny because women love women come to the barbershop just to have get attention. I don't know if nobody ever notices. Women come if you ever notice, women wear the tightest stuff to the barbershop just to get attention from the barbers. And it's so funny, especially when a boyfriend when a, when a, when a dude bring his old lady to the barbershop, it's the most hilarious thing on earth. Especially if she got a big old donkey booty. Well, you, this this is the thing. That's a dangerous game to play because you don't know what your girl been doing before. Like like her backstory, the skeletons in her closet. And the worst thing you want to ever happen is after you walk out with your girl, like everything's good. She walk in, get the cut. You know, dude's kind of looking. Nobody really being disrespectful. You get out of there. You think you got away sky clean. And one of the dudes leaned over to the front of the barbers and said, bro, I know that chick. And then he started going through his phone. He'd be like, no, bro, I know this chick. That's the worst. No, the worst is when the barber hit the dude, his client old lady. That's the funniest thing on earth. I, I, knew, I knew a barber I used to work with. We just go say his name, Port Allen. We just go call him Port Allen. What what I say, this dude, when when some of his clients used to bring girls in, him and his clients always like the same type of girls. It was so weird. Sometimes your clients represent you. 
But him and his clients always like the same girl. I remember one time this dude brought a girl in. And after the dude left, he got his hair cut, blah, blah, blah. And after they left, he was like, man, I used to hit that girl. I'm like, oh, no. no. And the worst, and the worst part is when the when the, after you after the dude bring his girl to the barber shop, the barber start messing with his girl and he still cut his hair. That's uh, the worst thing about that's sour. Cause that's some scandalous. Cause like who who do you who are you most mad at? The dude that cut your hair or your old lady? Cause this is it's hard to get a barber that you know gonna cut your hair right. It's hard to get a faithful chick too, but I don't know what's harder. <laughs> what's harder? Try to get a the barber or or get get the chick replaced. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I Oh man, I just let them both go, man. <laughs> I just go struggle to find a new barber. Forget her. I can't go back. I can't go back to a dude who hit my old, who started hitting my girl, and I'm still paying him, knowing he hit my girl, and he oh, you know that's a that's an awkward silence when you in the chair. You knowing he messing with your girl, or he used to mess with your girl. Why you mess with him? And you still gotta pay this dude for cutting your hair. Yeah, that that's rough. That's that is rough, and you know he gonna you know he gonna talk about it. It's not like he gonna just do it and it is gonna be done. He every t- every time you leave out the chat, of course he ain't gonna say nothing when you're there. But we we be like, man, you know I smash your boy later. Huh? Yeah. And then he go, <laughs> and don't let him be somebody yeah. that keep trophies. Then he gonna go to that phone. That look, minute the dude go to his phone in the barber shop, you know something filthy about to be shown. It's like oh man, then he gonna it's 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 worse when they show the whole yeah, barbershop. They'll just show the dudes that don't even know, don't even know. They're like, let me see, let me check that out, man. I gotta check that out. It's it's the worst. It's the worst because once you got that label, it is it's on you. It's like a stink every time you leave out the shop. Dudes be whispering, yeah, yeah that's a dude, that's a dude, boy. You smash his old lady, huh? Yeah, that's the one, bro. That's the one. Mm-hmm. It's rough, bro. It's, it's, it's look, things can get real disrespectful, and I, I don't know if dudes understand. Like some dudes, they don't get it. They bring their girl to the barbershop, and I'm like, that's a that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. But I, look, speaking of disrespect and dangerous games. Um, we put it off enough. I'm I'm gonna play this little little snippet real quick for people who aren't aware of what went down with the light skin messiah. And um, we're gonna let this play, let the whole the whole situation play out as it did in front of me, and then we're gonna discuss it. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you play this, man, you gonna quit disrespecting my man. His name is Drake, man. We don't call him Aubrey where I'm from. His name is Drake. Put some respect on the lights. Let me explain to you. Name. Let, let me Let's explain to you. Right. Drake. <laughs> I I I I can't respect no dude who was on Degrassi. You understand me? First off, when I when I see Drake, I like I want my skin to be that color when I get older. That says a lot about you. <laughs> that says a lot about you. I don't know if that says a lot about Drake. That says a lot about you. I, look, I remember Drake was on an episode of Soul Food playing a bully. 
and, and, and that fro was not napping up right then. Uh, I'm not man, a hater. Just a hater man. That's why you I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play out what occurred. And we'll discuss. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Leeches and serpents, I think it's good and now the teachers are learning. Yeah. Your brother said it was your cousin and him and you. So you don't rap what you did, you just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed, there's plenty niggas that do what you do. There's no malice in your heart, you an approachable dude. Man, you might have sold the college kids for Nike and Mercedes, but you act like you sold drugs for Escobar in the 80s. I had a microphone of yours, but then the signature faded. I think that pretty much resembles what's been happening lately. Please believe your demise will be televised. Yeah. And as for Q, man, I changed his life. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch. I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Monkey suit, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit, nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it, cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol. Ooh. Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby respect. Now that's the two tracks, but wait, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more thing. I do have to ask as well about Drake and just yeah. your thoughts. Again, that's family. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I know how I am about my family, how my yeah. family is about me. You can't yeah. mess with family. So yeah. just seeing what you've seen, uh, and I'm sure you've heard the, the back and forth between yeah. Drake and Pusha, like, you know, uh, I mean, I, what, what are your thoughts on that? Just in line with, with <laughs> yeah. the art of science and respect. I mean, yeah. it seems like a lot of lines are being yeah. crossed yeah. as yeah. far as people feel. But at yeah. the same time, in hip hop lines like that always get crossed. And yeah. sometimes even worse when you listen to some battles yeah. from, from the eighties and the nineties. Right, right. I hadn't heard one, um, <laughs> uh, get so personal where mothers and different things concerned, mm. you know, but I, I'm sure it, I'm sure it has been done, but. You know, my perspective of that is, uh, you know, it's disrespectful. You know what I mean? I feel like they, uh, Pusha, Drake could have went at one another just going at one another. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I know his mom. I know his dad. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of view that as uh, me and a guy having a fight. And then the guy see my mama, see my daddy, and start beating up on my mom and dad. Mm. And uh, you know, I, I would have like a like a problem with that. So, Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Do Do you think it's something that like is it one of those things where it's like everybody just stop right now, or is it like? Is that do you have to keep going to the you know because it seems like I mean everyone kind of pushes that and roots it on and, yeah. and you know you have so much speculation I feel like it just adds to the pressure where it's like you, there's there's got to be another response and then there's yeah. going to be a response to that I mean when does it stop or how does it stop you know yeah I think that's up to to Drake that's up to them mm -hmm. you know what I mean how they want to do it but you know I think that uh, uh, Pusha have gotten you know what I mean out of bounds so. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, you know, I'm going to have some conversations with Drake about it. Mm. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't go 
in the in the pig pen with a hog. Mm. You know what I mean? I let hogs, you know what I mean, stay in the pig pen. Mm. Because you be a hog, you be a pig first, then you become a hog, and hogs get slaughtered. Mm. So I wouldn't become a hog. Mm. And that, <laughs> we're going to leave it right there. On that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the art and science. So, so for those who do not uh, are, are not aware of who that last person was, that was Jay Prince. The creator and founder of Rap A Lot, one of the most re- well-respected men in hip hop, or one of the f- godfathers of Southern rap. And Sugar, I know you—you you are in Houston, so I'm not gonna try to get your life taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not—I'm not gonna get you. Right on, Bob. Nah, oh no, no, you, man, but no. You know what uh, put some respect on my name. Yeah, no, you gonna put some respect on his name. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be out here uh, disrespecting Jay Prince. Not on my first podcast. Maybe you know, maybe podcast episode 100. Uh, I will come out here and slander Jay Prince. I'm joking, uh, but um, I think one of the biggest problems uh, that occurred with this beef is that it got cut too short. I, I think. I needed to hear Drake's response because, look, I heard Duffy and I was pleasantly surprised. I've seen a lot of people go at, like, okay, first and foremost, let me let me make sure that it's clear I'm not a Drake hater. I'm joking about some of the things I say about Drake. Um, but when Aubrey responded to... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Drake, when Drake responded... Is his name right. not Aubrey? His name, his first name is Arby. And you don't call Rick Ross William, do you? Call that man Drake. Okay. His mama call him Arby, I'm going to call him Arby. Listen. <laughs> You're not his mama. This podcast will not go on so you give light-skinned Messiah his respect. Play the bird, man. Play the bird, man. There we go. Put some respect on Drake's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I just want you to understand. I don't disrespect Mr. Arbor. Mr. Arbor? Um, <laughs> I don't disrespect or, or have a complete lack of respect for Mr. Arbor. But I've seen him pick and choose with who he wants to respond to. So when uh, Joe Budden went at his neck, he didn't have a lot, a lot to say. Because I think he understood Joe Budden was going to eat that ass up. And he did not want no smoke. Plus, oh. I'll say this. Joe Button is too good of a rapper to engage if you don't have to. So, honestly, if if, if Joe Button attacking me and I'm Drake, I'm just be like, who is this dude? Man, shut up and just move on because if you do approach him, it could get ugly for you real quick because you're dealing with a dude that could really rap. Now, when Meek did it, I feel like he felt he was in a position of power. And so he was like, I'm a killer's boy. Now, this was this is what I didn't like. I didn't like that he kind of beat Meek up after the fact. Like he was a he, he turned into a bully. And I, I think that's the consensus of most people in the beef. He won the beef, he wanted going away. And I think he was kind of a bully by the end of it. So when this situation occurred, when Pusha T, and like they've been dissing each other since back in the day, uh, Pusha T 
put out Exodus, you know, a while back where he dissed Drake with Lil Wayne and Birdman. Pusha Terrence has been sending shots. See, look, Pusha Terrence. Pusha Terrence has been sending shots the way of young money for a few years now. So it's not surprising that he sent the shot Drake way in infrared. And I didn't play infrared because I don't want to get sued or, or you know, get the, get the podcast taken down. But the shots in infrared, infrared were all addressed in Duppy. I thought Duppy was a, was a very good response. I thought he spent too much time talking about Kanye, but he brought up some valid points. So that, that's me saying I get where Drake is coming from. And I'm sure he was in the studio. And when he heard Quentin Miller getting mentioned, he was like, oh, you know what? <sighs> Let me take time out. Because I didn't play the side for it. That's, that's a very underrated part of that disc. Where Drake starts the song with, you got to really be aggravated to get on a song and sigh. Like you said, man, do I have to do I have to address this shit once again? And, and I thought he did a good job. I, I actually thought that this was solid. I mean... But you, you know, it was more. See, a lot of the stuff he said, I felt like was going more at Kanye, and then at the end, he mentioned Pusha T's uh, fiance's name, and then I think he didn't understand, like, or maybe he did understand the consequence of it, but then it turned into a whole nother situation. Well. I feel like I feel like Pusha T been going at Lil Wayne and Baby for so long, and now since they had a, Drake came along, he coming at them. I feel like Pusha T is too worried about the next man too. Like it, it, I feel like he going back to he seeing Lil Wayne being messed over, blase blah with Birdman, but let that man worry about himself. Like I feel like you ever notice like like let's just put Fifty Cent in the mix. You remember when 56 was, 50 Cent was trying to build his name? Who he was going at? Jay-Z and Nas, because they was at the top of the game. I feel like that's what Pusha T. Pusha T ain't been relevant since. He been relevant, but in the underground realm. He ain't been relevant like Drake is right now. Pusha T is more to the backpackers, like the, the skateboarders slash bait wearers and all that type of people. Drake is like popular rap. And, he and I feel like Push T going at him back and forth. I was like, man, why you like you you keep itching, you keep reaching. I feel like he already had it set up for Drake with that response. He was waiting for Drake to say something. And why why keep doing it? Why put why put Drake on your album? Cause you know Drake might reply. And with your Joe Budden thing, like man, ain't nobody trying to talk to Joe Budden. Like man, he too old to be going back and forth. Like, I feel like Pusha T too old. Drake under 35 doing his thing. Like, let them boys live. Like, I don't get the, I don't get these old cats. Like, your glory day is over with. You know, do you See, make I think that's a millennial foolishness. Because, look, if I'm nice and I feel like, I, like, that's what rap is. Rap is like, I'm nice and I'm going to go at you. You go at me. That, that's the competitiveness of rap. I think Drake... Drake, Drake, Drake talk a lot of noise on his music, bro. Like he make commercial hits and he 
like I said earlier, he probably going to still rule the summer once his album drop. He already got two high singles already. Guys playing in um, uh, Nice for What? I mean, he solidified. He going to go, you know, double platinum this summer, you know. But the, the problem is that you can't be on your albums, you know, talking, you know, all this noise about your flow and people doing this with your flow. And like, you know, it sounds like me featuring me. Like, come on. And then you got dudes writing your stuff. And if I'm a real, if I'm a real writer, if I'm a real artist and I'm writing my stuff, then I don't want, I don't want to hear that coming from no dude who out here, you know, got somebody manila, you know, milli vanilla in his pen. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm an artist and I'm and I'm and I write my stuff, I believe in my craft, and I hear this dude talking noise on his music, then it's gonna, I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel away. And I mean, it's not just so okay. Well, why didn't he go at Kendrick when Kendrick was throwing shots at him? Hey, that's, that's I don't know. They did. They had a couple a couple things said, but they didn't make no songs like like Kendrick has stuff said toward Drake. And Drake has stuff. If you go, let's say songs. I heard a couple songs. I don't know. I can't remember the names of. But Drake just shot some stuff at Kendrick, and Drake uh, and Kendrick just shot some stuff at that at Drake. But I feel like. Some artists, he he said some stuff back to Joe Budden. He didn't directly make a song back to Joe Budden, but he said some slick stuff to Joe Budden. And Joe Budden, oh, yeah. you know, no, I, I know look, Joe like Budden know what he Aubrey was talking about. And, you know, and I don't, see, I'm not one of the people who believe that all the Aubrey music is uh, written for him. I, he's a talented dude. He makes good music. He is he is the Will Smith of this generation. I, I Look, I remember we was, matter of fact, that's not a, that's not disrespectful to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Why you Like what? Today's music has become more raunchier, more adult. So the content is gonna be a little bit more risque. But the the dude the, that that ability to be commercially successful to be appealing to um, the masses, to be able to be on TV and and, and and movies. Drake got all that. Drake makes music that you could see dudes in the hood sing, but you also could see, you know, young white girls that's 12 singing and their mama just gonna look and be like, nice for what, what is that? And then it'll be all right. So that's not a diss when I say that. He, I'm just saying, he has the like being Will Smith ain't a bad thing, and I don't know why. When I I've made this comparison to him about about him before, and people look at it and they they kind of side at it, but it's like why why is being compared to Will Smith a bad thing? I mean, I'm asking, like I'm asking you, would you why is the Will Smith comparison bad? I don't I don't know, like Will Smith wasn't that. I don't know. It's just like Will Smith seemed like a family man. Like Will Smith wasn't it? Like I used to listen to Will Smith growing up, and I like I can't compare Drake to him because, like you said, this, this generation makes more raunchier music. Will Smith didn't do that. He made like family music. You can but play that's your only because car, bro, Drake like, don't make that the type music, of music has all escalated. There isn't really much friendly, like kid friendly music out there anyway. When you got 
R&B songs and, and songs that are pop songs, and you know, the chick on the song saying, eat the booty like groceries, that, that changed the dynamic of music. Like, people, you can't, there's no such thing as a friendly song that's like, you know, that you could play in front of people, like kids and uh, older people. Everything is strip club oriented or let's go, yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's people talking directly to what they about to go do. No more side stuff. But I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, bungee jumping that time. But I, if if I hear that song, I'm I think I'm a, I'm gonna turn off the radio forever. Hmm. <laughs> bungee jump. That's what I'm name my next song. I'm really so yeah, no, we're jump. not we're not we're not doing that. We're not <laughs> doing. <that>. Let me <laughs> bungee jump. No well, way. I, I'm I'm gonna get off your boy, but we about to move. Look, look, no, we gonna move on. We gonna move to yeah, another a light skin uh, fellow, uh, and, and 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 he also has a diss track. Okay, and uh, this is your boy Alonzo Ball dissing his teammate with a diss track called Kali Kuzma. I'm gonna play it right now. And uh, I want you to hear, listen to it, and you know, let me know what you think as we as we hear it. Who are you without ZO2? Just another dude with a bunch of tattoos. You ain't got no shoe. Nike wins, cools lose. Claiming that I can't shoot, but all these words is hitting you. Boy, you talking crazy. Why you trying to play me? You ain't on my level, you ain't famous as my baby. I'm working out daily, but I ain't posting it. And I would never stop a workout just to post a pic. You let them gas you up, thinking that you can't be touched. Coming from the outskirts of Flint, boy, you ain't tough. Big baller brand getting brand locals is getting crumbs. We thumbing through that money. Look at y'all, y'all playing with your thumbs. Don't know who your daddy is. Well, your ass is getting some. We both taking shots. The only difference, you ain't hitting none. Usually do this shit for fun, but trust me, boy, I'm not the one. If you the bullet, I'm the gun. If you the pot, I'm cooking some. You won't smoke, you can get it. Dressing for attention. Trying to be Russell Westbrook, you just honorable mention. I'll kill you with each sentence. To me, you just a peasant. Triple B's is independent. Kuzmania can't reinvent it. Cause you ain't got the people and you ain't got the sources. Put all your money in a Porsche. I dropped the check on horses. You better join in forces with the main enforcers. Triple B's is for the culture. Your squad is a bunch of vultures. I'ma stop you losing focus. Reason why you dropped your courses. These some more endorsements. One fleece, you think we didn't notice? Damn, Damn son, son. where'd you find that? All right. <laughs> that, I liked it. I liked it. I, <laughs> I don't like... <laughs> Ask me, do I like it? Ask me, do sure, I like it? Do you like it? Hell no! Alright. Man, that shit was man, trash, man. He wasn't even rapping on in me. The, in the era of Lil Yachty, you mean to tell me? No. You, you looking at, you listening to that and you think that's horrible? No, no. This was trash. This was trash bag, man. I don't know what you like, First man. Sometimes I be wondering about your music judgment. And why you, hold on, let's get to it, man. Forget all that. 
Why you dissing a player on your team? I would never Bruce, pass you the ball again. I would throw it off the backboard like LeBron. Look, I'm just here for the light on light skinned crime. I mean, look, the light skinned <laughs> coalition has been taking L's this month, and this is this is great. I love it. I am here for it. Uh, Kyle Kuzma probably deserved it. <laughs> um, Triple B. I want Alonzo to come on the show so we can talk about it, get LaVar on here. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think, I thought it was clever. I thought I liked the beat. And guess what? Sometimes you got to let people know. You know what? I think LeBron James should come out with a diss track for J.R. Smith. That's what we should do. <laughs> Look, the other day on, on Instagram, um, Russell Westbrook was talk had a video of him rapping "No Vaseline" right after Kevin Kevin Durant won the title, and he was kind of rapping it in a way, and he was like, you know, gangster ish, and and I'm looking, I'm like, he talking about Kevin Durant, so why not? Just why not? Man, trash. Trash, trash, That's, trash. Oh, come on, man. If Lil Yachty could make, is out here making making money, that, that wasn't worse than Lil Yachty. Man, I don't know what. I don't know what you thinking. I'm just here for the slander. I'm just here for the slander. That dude said you taking this shots, but I'm the only one hitting. I'm like, come on, man. He going right at that boy's neck. He was like, what, what are you without my shoes? That might be true. But Kyle Kuzma that actually you. might be true. I don't have any disagreement on that. Um, but Well, nobody said Kyle Kuzma was a bust. Like, just put I'll I'll find a newspaper in LA and be like, a bust or not, and show pictures of But this is the problem. This this way like, I think that's Kyle, what I Kyle do, Kuzma. Like, was interviewed and or said something about his uh, his shooting in an interview, and um, I think the man took exception to it. Now I have I, I don't know that for sure. Um, I have not fact checked this at all because again I'm just here for the jokes. I am just here to see light skin or light skin crime. That's all I'm here for. I you know I, I'm just here to see them slander each other and and be petty and. Speaking of Petty Lightskin, I guess it's time for us to talk about the NBA Finals. Okay. And I, I want to play this clip from Charles Barkley to lead us into this. And um, before I give my, my two cents on it, so I'm going to play this and, and then we're going to – I'm going to react to this. This this I, I don't want to say what I, want, I feel right this second. I'm going to play it first and then I'm going to react to it. I wanted to see somebody fight to the finish, uh, but 
number one, congratulations to the Warriors, but that left me mad more than anything. Him to come out and play like that with the game on the line, just be so passive. And you can see it drained the energy out of the rest of the players because they fed off his body language. Uh, just disappointed personally. Yeah, I, I agree with Chuck. The body language of, of LeBron really, I think, took the energy from his players. And when you look, LeBron was 7 for 13. Kevin Love was 4 for 13. And Rodney Hood, 4 for 14. In this game, there's no way a player off the bench should have the most shots. And uh, for that, as great as LeBron is, the 50-point games, the triple-doubles, you know, he's raised the bar to where we expect him to come out and to control the game from beginning to end. And today, uh, he didn't do that. Yeah, no, Chuck said it best. Disappointing. You know, he, he just did not seem mentally or emotionally he, he packed it in. I he, mean, he, he had, gave he, up, right? He gave up. He gave it up. It seemed like he up. gave up, right? Yes, Particularly he, when the game was somewhat close there at halftime, yeah. maybe a, a five-point lead. Uh, they got down, but they fought back in the game in the first half. And in the second half in the third quarter, I think maybe one shot. I mean, yeah. it was just it was it was not what I expected, and we had all these conversations and debates about gold and this, that, and the other, which, you know, you can't really have that 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 real, you know, you can't really make an argument for that. And to me, when you come out and you're passive and you kind of just don't give it your all when your team needs you, you can't really have that discussion, as far as I'm concerned. Gee, he didn't have a field goal made. Five minutes left in the second till five minutes until the end of the game where, by the way, he walked off the floor. And the game was over. Can, right, and the yeah. game was over. Can we put an end to, Chuck, because I know you were talking about this a lot upstairs. Hey, listen, I'm Anyone, a, do you have hey, a message? Let's show the board first because I want you to be able to look hey, in the camera and tell hey, them what you the, told me. Uh, first of all, LeBron I, most ending NBA Finals Series loss in the six. And that ain't all on him. Now, now let's get Chuck. Chuck, uh, can you I, please tell America your thoughts to any individual male or female who uh, ever uh, tells you that MJ is all, not as good as LeBron? I'm just going to say this. Any media person that I see in person, for the rest of my life, who try to tell me LeBron's ain't as good as Michael Jordan, I'm just going to slap the hell out of him right on the spot. <laughs> right? Dang. No question asked. The next person who walks up to me and says, LeBron James, he was amazing, amazing, as good as Michael Jordan, or competes like Michael Jordan, I'm just going to slap the hell out of you right on the spot, and I'm going to take my chance with the judicial system. <laughs> Kobe Bryant put on Instagram, he said he was not buying that LeBron played with these garbage. Basically, LeBron was saying he wasn't playing with anybody, and he said, we're not as good. I know you guys didn't like that, but Michael Jordan's going to shoot 40 times if he has to. Kobe Bryant is going to say, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm the man. I'm going to go down on the sword. He didn't defend Durant. He took 13 shots. I don't know how else you look at it, Ray. Well, yeah, you just look at it. I mean, Chuck, Chuck said it all. I mean, that's why Chuck's one of the best on TV. He Thank just you. gives it. You know, gives it to you like it is, and so I, I can't. All right, enough of these dudes. Enough, enough. Now listen, I'm I'm gonna say some real disrespectful stuff in a few seconds, but before I do, I want to say this. <clears throat> I actually feel Chris Webber, Grant Hill, and Charles Barkley happen to be three of one of my you know favorite groups of uh, players to ever play basketball. I, I really enjoy watching. Uh, Charles Barkley, especially Chris Webber and Grant Hill during their career. But these dudes ain't got no ring. Not, 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 they, they, the three of them could borrow the three rings LeBron has so they all could have one. So I'm going to need them to listen to Birdman real quick and put some respect on my name.
when they talk about LeBron, they need Put to some respect on my name. They don't need to ever mention LeBron and not Put some respect on my name. Because at the end of the day, you don't know how to win a championship. You ain't never won one. But so I, I, I it made me curious. Cause Charles Barkley was like, I'm disappointed. So I, I was disappointed in what Charles Barkley had to say. So I wanted to do a little research. And and before I make this into me a LeBron defense thing, I, I'm, I got I got a, a twist on this in a second. But I want to point out something about Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley the only uh, out of the three, Charles Barkley the only one that actually made it to a finals. So Charles Barkley in the finals lost four two to Michael Jordan. In two of the games that he they that they did win, in one of those games, Charles Barkley was the third highest scorer in that game. Kevin Johnson and a dude named Richard Dumas. I know who Richard Dumas is, but I know most folks who, if you didn't really watch basketball back then, you don't know who Richard Dumas is. They both had twenty five. Charles Barkley had twenty four, but he wasn't even the highest scorer on the team. So when you did beat Jordan in that final series, you wasn't even the dude who put in the most work. And then in the game winning and in the game clinching loss, you went for 21. So, Charles, where were you when your season was on the line and you and, and you you were being closed out by Michael Jeffrey Jordan? You just took the L because you could you had nothing you could do about it. And so I'm, I feel like yeah. Charles Barkley, a lot of pundits like Stephen A. Smith, a lot of these people, a lot of fans, they've created this monster in the NBA and they don't understand that it's their fault. So all every time somebody wants to talk about who's better than who, you want to bring up finals and, and rings. That's what you want to bring up, right? But then you get mad when Kevin Durant goes and gets go get go gets a ring because you told Kevin Durant for years well you couldn't be LeBron in the finals you I don't care how great of a scorer you are it don't mean nothing unless you have a ring so then he went to Golden State and he was like oh you chose the easy way well bitch you just told me I needed to get a ring so if I go get a ring now I did it the easy way so it's like I don't understand what what fans want So I, look, I, I I believe that LeBron James is one of the best players to ever play. I don't necessarily know who if he if he's better than Michael Jordan, but I will say this: give me the team that Michael Jordan beat that was better than the Warriors. You got one, should. Give me the team that took Michael Jordan to seven games that was as good as the Warriors. Nobody. Let me ask you this. Didn't I was researching, I was looking up. Didn't Bird that don't count because it wasn't twice? in the finals. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's it's okay if you lose before the finals. If you lose during the finals, it counts against you. So you can make it all the way to the, the conference finals, win that, 
get all the way to the NBA Finals. But if you lose in the NBA Finals, even if you overmatch, like seriously, I, I be wondering sometimes what people think LeBron supposed to do: tire himself out and do all this. This dude been putting up 30, 40 point games this whole playoff. He went what two game, two series for Game Sevens. That dude tired, man. He don't have no help. If he had at least somebody else on that team, people are like, oh, he got help. No, he don't got the same help Golden State got. That's why I be trying to figure out what people are like, man. It's LeBron. You can't, you can't play one all star against three all stars in the possible. It depends on who you argue. Who's I mean, but he is an all star. He's been just say three all stars. All star. Let's listen. 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 Three All Stars in the possible, depending on who you talk to. So that's why I'm just gonna leave it at that. Depending on who you talk to, when you argue, it's three All Stars and a, a, a possible. So I don't see how you could go. Nobody else on that team. Everybody's saying Kevin Love, Kevin Love, Kevin Love's doing okay. J.R. Smith was trashed the whole whole playoffs to me. He had a couple good games. Who else you got? Who who else you got on the team? Jr. hasn't been inconsistent for a long time, and people think LeBron posted. You can't shoot three for three with Golden State. They had way better shooters. You got a you got a six eleven score on there with like a seven two wingspan. You can't stop that. LeBron, why waste my time guarding him when I guard everybody else? Like, I'd rather put the garbage. If you ain't going to put up points, I'm going to make you guard Kevin Durant. At least we're going to do something. Especially I if I got to carry the offense. put points on the other end of the court. Like you want me to carry the offense and I'm supposed to exactly. carry the defense? Yeah, it don't make sense to me, man. It does not make sense. That's why I don't argue with people when they talk about, oh, LeBron didn't try LeBron. LeBron worked his butt off that whole playoff series and the finals, man. He shouldn't have had to go too Two series for Game Seven, man. That man was tired. Uh, and every and the biggest thing people piss me off with is when they talk about, oh, when 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 uh, LeBron, Bosh, and Wade played uh, your boy uh, Dirk Nowitzki, it was three on one. First off, Dirk Nowitzki role players was way better than when LeBron had on the Cavs. Way better. And, and it's and look, it's not just so, that. It's not just that. I think people. I think it's time for people to stop disrespecting the Golden State Warriors. That's that's the other side of it. You, it's not just that you playing all stars, sure. You playing two of the, the forget it, three of the best shooters, one of the best scorers ever in Kevin Durant, two of the best shooters ever in Clay and Steph. You're playing some weird combination of Anthony Mason. And, and LeBron, some bastardized version of that in Draymond Green, or like Anthony Mason and Dennis Rodman mixed together. <laughs> and and so you got that. Yeah. And you got role players that though. I would take some of Golden State bench players over some of the Cleveland starters. That's real talk. I'll take Sean Livingston over George Hill any day. Anything, man. I, I take, 
Man, I don't even know, man. It's a bunch of play. I'll, give me, give me that best. Give me that left. Man, forget. I'll take Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook over uh, J.R. Smith. Yeah, look, I'm not here to argue with you because look, this, this is this is what it boils down to. You are looking at a team that broke the record for the most wins in the regular season, went up three one against the Cavs, and then then dropped their worst player that was a starter, and added what's considered the second best player in the NBA. And then you want to ask me how why is why is LeBron getting swept when he lost his 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 actual co-pilot, the dude that could handle some of the, the workload, he lost that. But then you're gonna ask me, well, why is LeBron getting swept? Because his starting lineup is trash and he playing arguably the best team I've ever seen assembled. With one of the best players ever assembled. Like what Kevin Durant is a monster. That boy not human. I mean, the his his only weakness is his naps. That's it. It's a brush. That's his <laughs> kryptonite. Kevin Kevin Durant don't have to I feel why I feel like I still feel I understand why he left, man. He had to put a lot of work in with Golden State. And you got you were the player that don't know how to do stuff right. You were the player that's impulsive. He don't know how to do stuff. So I would have left OKC either. Then, OKC. And then you go going to San Francisco, Oakland area. So, of course, man, hell yeah, I would have left a long time ago. Now, him joining Golden State, you know, everybody going to have a say, say so about well, let's, that. Let's be real. You know, let's be real. If, 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 if I offered you a job at a at a barbershop that's going to give you a whole bunch of clientele that's that's going to be that's going to pay you more that's going to be in a good area where you get great customers it's going to let you build your brand y'all it do all kind of stuff it got state of art equipment it got a nice facility and and the barbers around you are really really good so that means you got a lot of different people coming there would would you turn that down if cuz it makes your job easier right yeah, yeah, of course, I'm, man. You got to make it easier. Them boys exactly. are well rested Look, during Steve the playoffs. <laughs> when they played against Houston, Steve Kerr said, "Our mentality is simple. We want to keep coming at you until by the end of the game, you're too tired to do anything about it. We just outlast you. We just we keep sending people at you. We keep." You know, we we got Durant arresting. We got and, and 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 here's the thing: give like forget forget all of the you know the you got three All Stars. Think about this: give me the team in history that had two MVP quality players and a dude that could go for sixty as your third option. I I I'll, I'll wait. I ain't never saw nothing like that in the history of basketball. Uh, you can't even say it because sure you can't say the Bulls because Pippen Pippen had defensive qualities but he wasn't and, and overall look, and Pippen had he was good but he ain't Durant and he ain't Steph so it's like I just I just want people to be real bro like give give Golden State their props stop stop making this about LeBron like give it give give Golden State their props like finally admit that man look 
they shoot a lot of threes, but them boys is nice. Like let's 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 stop pretending. And I don't. And, and this is from a dude who don't like Golden State, but I I, I respect it. Like I, I know I know what's real. Like I'm not gonna sit here and blame like LeBron James because he couldn't beat what I consider the best team I've ever seen. Kevin Durant is an alien man. Like, for real, I've never seen nothing like that. A dude 6'11 crossing you up, taking pull-up jumpers from 40 feet out. There ain't never been nothing like that in the NBA. You think them old-school dudes could handle that? Heck no. First of all, they weren't even ready for a 6'11 dude to be dribbling man, like that. Man, he start dribbling know. like that. He'd be like, man, what is this? You're supposed to be in the, on the block. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. And Elijah one, the only part I can say that was showing you some of that glimpse of what the future big man was going to be was Keem Olajuwon. It came decades later, but look at him now. Everybody can dribble. Six, you got six, seven point guards now. It's going to be, it's going to come a day where if you ain't at least six, five, getting into the league, it's over with. Like, if you six three, you better be jumping out the building to have a, a jump shot yeah, like Curry. I, I think the NBA has changed a lot. The three point shot has changed the math, and I'm gonna give Golden State their props. And uh, you know they are the the best of the NBA. I don't see, um, I don't see anybody beating them for a long time unless some drastic, drastic, drastic moves happen. And uh, and I heard a rumor that one of the teams LeBron might consider is Golden State. And if he does, I'm I'm just not watching basketball no more. I'm just nah, – I'm just – His legacy – I'm going to be real with you. His legacy will go down. What, let me, matter of fact, let me ask you, who you think LeBron going to go to? Well, look, to me, there's two places I think he has the a really good shot of, you know, doing some – making some noise. Uh, if he goes to Houston and plays with Chris Paul and James Harden, I think that's a good fit. Uh, I think, you know, it takes a lot of the pressure off of him. I think that, uh, you know, Houston is only like a player away. I think maybe Paul George might be a better fit for Houston. But if you could get, if you could get LeBron over Paul George, I'm taking LeBron. Like, even though... Uh, Paul George might be the better fit. Just LeBron, just better. So I'm going to just go with LeBron. And the other team, now this might be kind of homerific, is the Pelicans. Now, before you, you know, poo-poo on my idea, they got Anthony Davis. Now, Boogie is is kind of coming back from an injury. But if you can get Boogie to resign for a reasonable amount, and you got Drew Holiday. You, you, you can find like somebody that's a, a, a can come for the league minimum. That's a vet that can shoot to give you some spacing. You got Rondo still there. He can you know give you some minutes as the point guard. That team would be amazing. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Boogie coming back from the injury, Drew Holiday, and and like uh, just a, a, a shooter to compliment. Off the bench, I think they could they they could give Golden State trouble because I think that amount of size would would force Golden State's hand 
because I don't dream. I don't want no parts of a boogie. And he already has trouble going Anthony Davis. But so I think that to me, though, I think he wouldn't do it. That's the better fit. Uh, I, I'm probably going to have uh, somebody on later on. Uh, I think uh, the third episode, we're going to have a writer from New Orleans to come on and talk about the NBA all season. Because I, I really do feel like this is an important offseason because I don't if I, I think if you don't catch Golden State like now, I don't I don't see it changing. Like I don't think you're ever gonna catch him until Durant retired. And he said he, he plans on retiring maybe in five years. So that's gonna be tough. Yeah. Well Yeah, I, I feel like he can't go to Washington. That's out of the case. Uh, I know this might sound crazy, but I was like, I was thinking Milwaukee. I know it's not a it's not a great market, but I was like, if he get with the Greek freak and add somebody else to that team, they'd be decent. But then I was just thinking, no, he's not going to the Spurs. That's a waste of time. It's like Houston to L.A., but I feel like if, a lot of people argue me down saying if he go to L.A., it's, I feel like that's going to be just the same as Cleveland. You got a bunch of C-list players. Like, people be like, oh, he got Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram still hasn't learned himself. Uh, Kuzma is like your best bet to help him out. Zoe would be a, That will help Zoe to be more of a facilitator on the offense so he can get LeBron in the right spots. Because LeBron doesn't want the ball. He wants the ball to score, but not like dribble down the court and do everything else. You got some good defenders over there because Zoe can stick defense. And then Paul George go over there. That's another all-star. They don't really have a bench. That would be the only problem. And I think they would need a they would need some kind of uh, big other than like Julius Randle's fine, but they, they would need some type of center that's, at, that's, that's athletic because I don't really think you could live with Brooke Lopez being your, your – your, your, Big man. Now, I, I think it helps with spacing a little bit, but then who you don't have a the dude to guard nobody. Like you don't have nobody that could guard the post. And like, you know, you playing in the playoffs, you gotta see the Anthony Davises of the world, and, and then you know that's that's gonna be a problem. But it I, I think it's gonna be interesting. Um I just don't I, I mean I really don't know what are you gonna do. I, I wouldn't blame him if he left because at this point, I think he's done all that he could do. So if he leaves and he goes uh, somewhere else, uh, more power to him, man. I, I don't I don't even feel bad no more, man. Other than other than Golden State, I can't take – if you go to Golden State, I'm done. I'm done with basketball. I'm not done with him. I'm just done with basketball. Yeah, I, if he go to Golden State, I don't think nobody going to. Really, you know, I don't think nobody gonna talk to him no more. His legacy gone. He gonna lose a lot. Well, he gonna still have fans, but his legacy gonna be down. But you know, yeah, I think two chains agrees. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that look, we, we we shall see. And and I think this is where we are gonna wrap it up. I look, I, I appreciate you coming on. 
uh, tell the people where they can find you and, and if they're looking for a cut. And I, I, we didn't mention this in the beginning, but you don't just cut in Houston. You travel, too. So uh, t- tell the people what you do. Yeah, yeah. Man, on IG, get faded eighty eight, all one word. It's all together, and uh, I'm in, I'm located in Houston. You know, I see my IG. I don't want to put my too much personal information on this podcast, but all my information is on IG. Get faded eighty eight, and uh, come get faded from me. You know, your boy will be back. Hopefully, hopefully we, you know, burn your ears off with all this, you know, this good talk we just had with y'all beautiful people. Yeah, I'm a, we definitely gonna so, have you uh, back. I want you to come back. We're gonna do a, 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 a episode about your favorite show, Insecure. We're gonna do a season preview yeah. and a recap from last year. Okay, I'm gonna have okay. you on the Insecure okay. episode. We're gonna get real insecure in here. Uh, Before we go, man, hey. Did you know your boy got my girl pregnant, though? We're going to talk about that off the air, though. We're going to talk okay. about that off All the right. air. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Again, thank you for uh, joining us on King Culture. Uh, appreciate it. You can find find us on everywhere you get podcasts, uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, on Anchor. Uh, you can visit us at kingculture.online. Uh, you can find me at Big Tig LSU on Twitter. And uh, this has been the King Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next week as we discuss E3 with Twitch streamer Lex. And make sure to leave any comments or questions on our King Culture profile on Anchor.